0: the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue listening to Bill Snevelin today talk about mind-controlled gun confiscation. But before we do, you should know that our summer blowout is going to end at the end of August, as in just a few weeks from now, and you have to call 785-266-1112 to place your order. Frankly, we haven't figured out a way to let you check through over 300 DVDs and see which ones you want on the website. So what you have to do to take advantage of this offer is first go to prophecyclub.com. You probably want to download our free catalog and you're probably going to spend some good time flipping through that, reading about all the different DVDs, and then you make your selection. Now it's 50 DVDs for $250. That's five bucks each. They're normally $30. 25 for 160. That's 640 each. 15 for 120. That's eight bucks each. 10 for 100, that's 10 obviously, 6 for 70, 4 for 50, and 2 for $30. But it's the best deal we ever have every year to get the DVDs. Now, yes, we do have watch prophecyclub.com. That is by far the best deal we have or ever will offer. 20 bucks a month, and you can watch over 300 DVDs anytime you want to. Best deal is $200 a year. However, you and I also understand that the day is going to come when the internet is going to be tied into the mark of the beast and we Christians will not have access to it. So, all part of the new financial system they're setting up. So having the DVD is important too. And this is probably going to be the last year that we offer this extreme summer blowout. So my suggestion would be that you go to prophecyclub.com, download the catalog, flip through that, decide which selection you want to get, then you call 785-266-1112 and place your order for DVDs. And we'll get them right out to you. 785-266-1112, prophecyclub.com. Down, and you can also look at the DVDs right there at prophecyclub.com. Which, speaking of that, we've just got a new upgrade to our bookstore we're very excited about. It looks very nice. So, again, go check out prophecyclub.com. Then call us 785-266-1112, as this is probably going to be the last year that we make this extreme summer blowout offer. Okay, so wonder what we're going to do today. We're going to continue listening to Mind controlled Gun Confiscation. This was recorded in 2007 by Bill Sneblin, and he talks about how mind control began, how they use pain, drugs, and demons to split the mind, the purpose of mind control, the latest techniques, wireless control. Then he also updates it with a 2015 DVD, which we probably won't get in today, but it's part of the offer. So you actually get two DVDs valued at $60, $30 each, but we're making both of them available today at ProphecyClub.com for a gift of $30. $30 at ProphecyClub.com. Best deal is watch ProphecyClub.com. 20 bucks a month, $200 a year. Let's go listen to Bill Sneblin in Mind-Controlled Gun Confiscation. Many of these mind-controlled people have been chipped. It was alleged that
1: Timothy McVeigh had a chip implant given him in the military. And the interesting thing is the first, no, the second night I was giving a talk... I had a fellow counting and say he was a Navy SEAL and he has a chip. And he says, all the special ops people, now all the Navy SEALs, the Rangers, whatever, they all have been chipped. Now the word that they're being given is that, oh, it's like an electronic dog tag. So it's got a homer in it. If, If you're lost, you know, you've been shot somewhere in the woods in some foreign country, we can find you. We can identify you if you get your head shot off. You know, and all that stuff sounds very benign. But, you don't know what's in those chips. Think about it. These chips can make anyone do anything. Do not be unfet. <laughs> don't be deceived. One lady came up to me. Sometimes I learn the most interesting stuff from being in these, in these lecture circuits. And she says, you know, I've been sitting here thinking about this. You know how they got Katie Corrick pushing these colonoscopies? What if they use colonoscopies to put a chip in your colon? You would not even know it. You know, they could put a little that, that surgical glue up there somewhere in your your descending colon and go in there with a little sneaky camera thing and just put that there. You wouldn't even know it was there. You know, and plus they have some not this chip, but some of these microchip things are small enough to be shot under you with a hypodermic needle. You go in for a vaccine and you get chipped and you don't even know it. And they're only going to get smaller, just like everything else. In electronics. Okay, now we're going to get into mind control and the modern shooter phenomenon. And you may have heard Stan and I talking on the radio show about the the four things that he kind of noticed about these shootings they all have in common. First of all, safe places are attacked. Deliberately planned terror at schools, McDonald's, churches. I mean, like I said earlier, what could be safer than an Amish schoolhouse, for heaven's sakes? Now what happens with this? This induces free-floating anxiety in the general population. Since nowhere is safe, the only solution is gun gun confiscation. That way these nasty people won't get guns. Then the shooting appears random. There is no discernible pattern of these things. That makes the shootings hard to predict or prevent. This also raises the fear level, and gun confiscation is presented as the only solution. The third thing. The shooter has no apparent motive. He's always described, oh, he was a nice guy. Oh, he was quiet. He was good with dogs. He was kind of a loner. You know, no motive. They talk about the fact that, you know, that, oh, well, they were slighted in some way. Or, or if it's a teenager, oh, they were bullied. Well, hey, yeah, I was bullied when I was a kid. I didn't go get a gun and shoot people. I mean, normal people are not set off to this degree, by this kind of of stimulus. Then what happens? They finish killing and they self-destruct. Now, why is that? Well, first of all, it prevents a trial. But more importantly, it also prevents a person's programming from unraveling. And here's what I mean by that. If you, I don't know if any of you know a person who in the line of duty, maybe they're a law enforcement officer, maybe they're a soldier, they've had to shoot and kill someone. If you talk to that person, they will tell you it's a shattering experience to take a human life. That's why if a police officer shoots someone in the line of duty, what do they do? They remove his firearm for a while. They have him get some counseling. They give him a few days off to kind of sort of process it before they put him back out on the street. And that's only prudent. Now, here's the problem. You've got, with one of these people, you've got a normal individual, whatever that is, I mean, I don't know if there really is a normal person anymore. But anyway, you've got a normal person, and then living inside of that normal person, you have a stone-cold killer. And this killer goes out and shoots five kids in a schoolyard. Now, what would that do to the normal person that's coexisting with that? That causes incredible pain. Incredible, the word they use in psychology is cognitive dissonance. It's like, and and I don't know if any of you are musicians, but it's like playing a black key and a white key at the same time. You get this kind of sound, and that's what goes on in these people's mind. It's like one guy told me, it's like hearing chalk squeak on a chalkboard 24 hours a day. I mean, that's pretty awful, and. Because this is so traumatic, it, it starts breaking down this elaborate system that they've been created. And there's every possibility that this person might talk. And so that's why they wanted to get him killed. Either suicide by cop, or else they put a bullet in their own head. Now people ask, well, why wasn't this happening 50 years ago? And that's a very important question. And I think this is one of the, one of the key proofs of the thesis of this presentation. Because I know I lived in a state much like Kansas growing up. I was in Iowa. There was a lot of pheasant hunting, a lot of deer hunting. Almost every one of my peers who were 10, 12 years old had a rifle. They went out and hunted. It was just something they did. They went out with their dad. It was a bonding thing. And, you know, I think probably I'd be safe to say that at least in rural areas, 75% of the young boys and probably some of the girls had guns. And it, this never happened. This absolutely never happened. Someone told me of, a, of an account. He lived up in the hills of West Virginia. And people there had to walk over a whole mountain to go to school in the morning, on foot, barefoot. We're talking, you know, kind of like, for lack of a better word, mountain people. And they were dirt poor, dirt poor. And the only way they could afford to get by is they ran a trap line all the way back and forth from the school to the cabin. And so what they do is, they'd take their rifles with them to school. Seven, eight-year-old kids. And they'd find something on a trap line, some beaver or possum, and... And then they'd go to the schoolhouse, and he said it was the darnest thing. You'd see like 15 or 20 30-06 rifles lining up on the school right outside the door of this, this little one-room schoolhouse. And no one ever shot someone. There was no killing sprees. The reason that this is happening is because the mind control technology was not in place until the baby boom generation, which, of course, started growing up in the 50s. Okay, now why has this exploded? Well, partly because of what I just said, but also... There are other tools of Satan at play. For example, violent media. I mean, look at how violent the films are nowadays. I mean, there's stuff on, on, even on television that would have been unheard of years ago. Totally unheard of. And, and many of, much of this media contains triggers. For example, a lot of the Disney cartoons contain mind control triggers. I do not recommend you let your kids watch Disney movies, even though those used to be, you know, like the, the gold standard for safe family entertainment, especially the cartoons, not so much the live-action films, but especially the cartoons. Another one I mentioned earlier, The Wizard of Oz. The two most mind-control-related films out there are Pinocchio and The Wizard of Oz. Also The Matrix, also Natural Born Killers. Those two more modern films are full of triggers. Then there's the economic pressures that have been put on us. See, the devil has been going after econ- our economy big time. And because of that now, most women have to work outside the home. And I'm not trying to make women that work feel guilty, but everybody understands that any child that's raised without a daycare or as a latchkey child is going to suffer emotional deficits. There's a stability that's there when mom's at home. And, of course, doesn't hurt to have dad around a little bit, too. Then the fact is that public schools have no moral values. And public schools promote the most poisonous doctrine of all, evolution. And let me explain an interesting thing. Some of you may not know this, but Eric Klebold, I think it was, no, Harris, I'm sorry, whichever was the older one of the two kids in Columbine, you know what he wore underneath his black trench coat? He wore a T-shirt with a picture of Charles Darwin on it and the words natural selection as he was walking from room to room in the school. And if you read some of the stuff he published on the web, he was into that. He was into the idea that the survival of the fittest and if you can't prevent me from killing you, you don't deserve to live. Now think about it. They're promoting a doctrine right out of the Satanic Bible. In the Satanic Bible, Anton LaVey, I showed you his picture at the beginning of this talk, he said this, he said, man is just an animal. Sometimes better and often worse than the four-legged variety. And that's what they're teaching in school. If, If a kid is told over and over again he's just an animal, like Frank Peretti says, you're the goo that became the zoo that became you. That's evolution in a nutshell then why should you not run around and kill people? And finally, there's illegal drugs. Some of these illegal drugs like PCP and meth and speed can make you very, very violent. Okay, now of course, here's another biggie. Are these tragedies due to lax gun laws? Well, I would dare say no. Unlikely, because gun laws are more restricted than ever and we keep getting more and more shootings. It's like... More gun laws, more shootings. More gun laws, more shootings. Cities with the most gun control have horrible records. Washington, D.C. being the best example. Back in 1982, Morton Grove, Illinois, passed a law that forbade handguns within the city limits. A town in Georgia named Kennesaw, Georgia, heard about this. They thought it was the dumbest thing they'd ever heard of. And so they passed a law, same year, requiring that everyone have a gun in their house. Now what's interesting is now it's 25 years later and guess which city has the higher crime rate? The city with the gun control. The gun, the the crime rate in the city where every family had a gun, at least one, dropped precipitously the first couple of years and has stayed there ever since. Interesting. Uh, Before 1960, there were few if any gun laws and there were a few, if any, spree shootings. Explain that. And then there's evidence from some other countries. For example, in Switzerland, every family is required by law to have at least one automatic weapon. That's because that's the standing militia. Switzerland has no army. It just has a standing militia. And yet Switzerland's never been invaded. Of course, they have the Alps. That's kind of a deterrent. But anyway, in Israel, every schoolyard in Israel is patrolled by two IDF soldiers with automatic weapons. They don't have school shootings in Israel. And that's the bizarre thing about all this, is that since the first couple of these school shootings happened, they've declared that schools are gun-free zones. Now what does that mean? It's like the old joke about how locks only stop honest people. You ever heard that little proverb? Well, this is the same thing. All the decent, law-abiding citizens in the school, the administrators, the faculty, they don't have guns. Only the nuts have the guns. This is not a good thing. So anyway, that's part of the problem. Are antidepressants to blame? This is another big question. And I would have to say yes and no. It is inarguable that antidepressant drugs were in the systems or were being used by the vast majority of these shooters, you can go on the web and you can find—I think it's called SSRI shootings—and .org or whatever—and there's like a list of dozens upon dozens of shootings from all over the world or suicides where the people were on SSRI drugs. Now you're probably saying, "What the heck is SSRI?" Well, it's Prozac. Prozac, excuse me, in all of its ilk. And it stands for Specific Serotonin Reuptake Inhibitor. And basically what that means is this. Serotonin is a feel-good chemical. It makes you feel good. Like when you hold your baby in your arms for the first time, your brain floods with serotonin and you go, aww, you know, that kind of thing. That's how these... Because you've got to realize all your emotions are chemicals. Did you realize that? When you get angry, it's a chemical. When you are sad, it's a chemical. When you're joyful, it's a chemical. Well, anyway, serotonin makes you feel good. And the way this works is, see, the brain is full of these neurons, and they kind of look like this. Imagine little kind of almost like squid-like things are like the roots of a tree. These are called dendrites. And they come out, and they're really close to each other, and chemical triggers go across what is called the synaptic cleft between these two triggers, between two ends of the nerve cells. And that's how nerve cells communicate. Now what happens is, when you take one of these SSRI drugs, it causes, oh, I forgot to tell you, there's like little receptor sites on the ends of these dendrites, and they, like the chemicals plug in just like you're putting a key in a lock. They fit perfectly. See, we're so incredibly, wonderfully made. Our brain is awesome. I mean, we don't even begin to understand the brain in that we put these powerful drugs in it. So anyway, to take this drug, what it does is it causes the reuptake cycle for the serotonin to not work. And so the serotonin piles up in the nerve cell and the nerve cell goes, yeah, this is nice, I like this. But in the meantime, the brain is thinking, we're running low on serotonin. Where's all of my serotonin? I gotta make more serotonin. So the brain starts making more serotonin. And that depletes other parts of the brain's chemistry. And if you look at the side effects, if you get a PDR, a physician's desk reference, and look up all these SSRI drugs, Prozac, Luvox, Boostpar, you know, you name it, they're out there, you will find one of the top side effects for antidepressant drugs is depression. Duh. You look a little further down on the list, hallucinations, homicidal ideation, suicidal ideation. This, these things are so bad that the Brits have had the good sense to ban them for anyone under the age of 21. But we're giving them now to infants. We're giving Prozac to infants. And by that I mean someone under the age of two or three. Anyway, but here's my contention. All of this is true. These things are very dangerous, these drugs. And I don't advise anybody to take them. But I have to say, I am not a doctor. And you have to do what your doctor says. However, I believe the problem with the causal relationship here is that these drugs are a symptom, not a cause. And let me explain that statement. Why are so many people needing to take these drugs today? Think about it. I mean... What caused their misery? Why are they so unhappy? Fifty years ago, you'd not see so many youth on powerful prescription drugs. Of course, most of these drugs didn't exist 50 years ago. But that's not the point. Why are these people so totally in despair? What I mean by that is this. There is a stigma still in this society about going to a psychiatrist. Most people would never do it unless they were desperate. Because you go to a psychiatrist... People say, oh, you're a Fruit Loop, you're a nut, you're insane, you're crazy. And even though these mental health um, service organizations have been trying and rightfully so to say, well, no, no, it's, you shouldn't use words like that. But the fact of the matter is people are still going. Why? I'll tell you why. The fact of the matter is some of this is marketing. I mean, every other commercial now on TV is a drug commercial. You notice that? That's because the, bazil- the drug companies have bazillions of dollars to spend on, on uh, advertising. And of course, some people are being forced to take these drugs by the court. And I mean, I could tell you some horror stories. I won't take the time. But, but I mean, some of the people that have been forced by a court order to take one of these powerful drugs and end up killing themselves, hanging themselves, blowing their brains out. But... See, mind control programming creates such a high level of cognitive dissonance within a person that they seek out drugs in spite of the pain, in spite of the stigma, in spite of everything. And let me explain what I mean by that. You've got all of these little people living inside of you. And it takes a tremendous amount of emotional energy to keep them all where they're supposed to be. Imagine, Imagine it's like your brain is running a daycare center with 25 or 30 kids in it. Wouldn't that be a little emotionally exhausting? Yeah. Imagine it this way. It's kind of like you're in the swimming pool and you're trying to keep a beach ball underwater. Can you do it? Probably not. If you can, it's only with a great amount of effort. These people are taking a huge amount of emotional energy away from the day-to-day things they need to do in their life to keep this stuff buried, to keep this stuff down deep. And because of that, they're exhausted emotionally. They're overwhelmed emotionally. And so they seek out these drugs because the TV set tells them to. But also, here's the other thing. They are in a situation where, you know, they are totally emotionally shot. They have no other choice. And so there they go. And they take the drugs and it's a symptom. It's not the cause. Now, mind you, these drugs were created by the same wonderful people that created LSD-25 60 years ago. These pharmaceuticals only serve to add another level of control to the person. And I think they're a smokescreen. They serve to distract people from the real cause, which is mind control. What is the true cause of these shootings? Well, much of the evidence is there, and I think it's pretty compelling. It's not... A slam dunk, and I'm the first one to admit it. I can't generalize, I can't say, oh yeah, every single guy that ever shot somebody was a mind control slave. But it seems like a substantial majority of those events are caused by mind control. And then you gotta ask what kind of mind control? There's three, at least three flavors. There's government authorized mind control, which we've been spending most of our time discussing. There's SRA, Satanic Ritual Abuse Mind Control, and then finally there's Masonic Ritual Abuse Mind Control. All three of these things are out there, and to a degree, they overlap, because of course there's a lot of Masons in government, and there's a lot of Satanists in government. And then, people talk about the media. The media is the big cheerleader for gun control, and they tend to sensationalize everything, you know. The media want to disarm us. That's because major media outlets are under the control of the Bilderbergers, which is nothing more than an arm of the Illuminati. These groups want U.S. citizens disarmed as soon as possible. Therefore, the media will be biased against gun owners. In fact, one thing that's very interesting, I get the NRA magazine, and every month they have like about a dozen news accounts of people who prevented robberies because they were packing. People who prevented a high school shooting because they ran out to their car, got the gun out of the glove compartment, locked and loaded, went back in and got the drop on the kid who was trying to kill people and prevented another tragedy. You never hear about those things in the paper, but they're happening every day. All you hear about is the, um, is the, is the shootings themselves because they make gun control seem more feasible. And it's interesting, I read this just tragic article the other day about how this little girl, I think she was 10 years old, she's a champion skeet shooter, knew how to use a gun. Her dad taught her. And she came home from school, found the door unlocked. That kind of worried her. She started walking around the house and discovered that there was a strange man in the house, and he was after her baby sister, little sister. I don't know how young the little kid was. And anyway... She ran upstairs because she knew her dad had a gun up in his bedroom. But it was on a shelf that she could not reach because of what our government tells us to do. And it was locked in a box that she did not have the key for. And because of that, she went back downstairs to try and help her little sister and both ended ended up getting victimized. And before she did that, she ran next door to the neighbor and asked him to help. And he wouldn't do it. He said, I'll call 911. Well, you know what that means. The cops show up 15 minutes later. That's 15 minutes too late if you're in a situation like that and you're a little girl. And again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be very careful about how we store our firearms, but that just shows where this thing can get us. We get to a point where we're frankly not able to defend ourselves because if that little girl had had access to her father's handgun, that would have been a great equalizer because she knew how to shoot big time and she knew how to shoot safely, at least for herself, not for the perp. So anyway, the media are trying to get guns away from us. Is mind cold control being used to disarm us? Well, I would just ask this. Who benefits from all this? Powerful forces here and abroad want to disarm U.S. citizens. The elite know they can use fear to lead most Americans, like sheep, to do whatever they want to do. Can people be made to shoot themselves? Well, I think by what I have said tonight, the answer is an obvious yes. This is true in spite of the very strong self-preservation instincts we all have. Are the Illuminati using these tragedies to take away guns?
0: I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation of Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Topics are, Jesus returns on what feast? The secret of the feasts. Who are the two witnesses? What is the morning star? The judgment seat explained. The great white throne explained. The nations explained. What is the shout? And the parables explained. Seals, trumpets, and vials go in point water. Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for $55. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20. No, 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 don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55. ProphecyClub.com.